punters. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Bet Slip. Blake Johnson, as always, the man behind the magic. How are you? Yeah, good thanks, Nick. That's good. I used to be called Magic at footy, you know? Yeah, well, that's all yeah. Magic Johnson. Magic, yeah. I don't know. I think I was one of one of few people to give myself a nickname. But it actually stuck, so I was happy with that. Yeah, it's always a little bit of a... It's a, it's, um, it's a touchy subject sometimes, giving yourself a nickname, isn't it? Yeah, like, well, apparently it, my can, old man gave himself a nickname. Did he give himself Miracle? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think he, he was mates with a, a, a journalist and um, in, in the early days they, they called him up and, and, and they were doing a story on him or something and they said, oh, what's your nickname? And he said, Miracle Mao. And it stuck, stuck forever. There you go. <laughs> it's pretty good, yeah. There you go. The championships. He would have ridden a few of these uh, these winners, wouldn't he? Back in his day, Don yeah, he definitely rode Doncaster. Derbies. Definitely, um, Derby. Yeah, he would have won a few derbies. I think Kingston Town won a derby. Um, Doncaster Derby would have won. Oh, size. He never won a Golden Slipper, but he could potentially have won a size. Um, and then what's the other one? Uh, the TJ. TJ. Yeah, he would have rode TJ for sure. Would have. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Duh. He doesn't know either. <laughs> Let's get stuck into it, hey mate. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. This is going. This is what we normally do on a Saturday morning. So rather than you know when you're at kids' footy games or you know out out at Bunnings on a Saturday morning and you might not get a chance to listen to this, you've got an extra twenty four hours now to to find out and find out who we're going to be backing going into Saturday. So. Uh, We'll kick things off, mate. Race one, horse one. First horse in the race book, Barber. A little bit of a short back in the sides here. Yep, I think that he can bounce back Barber. Uh, he's been very good at his last two, um, even though he's performed below market expectations. So he was good in the Blue Diamond, uh, travelled wide with with uh, cover, and then he went to the Golden Slipper, and he got back, and he, he passed a few. But he's back to 1,100 metres, that's where his best form is. He's back in class, and I just think that uh, he has the wood on these sort of horses, and at that $4.80 quote, I reckon we can play him. Beautiful. Having one unit the win, four units the place. Uh, we head on to race two, and for those of you that have just been to the barber, you might have a few grey hairs, a little bit of a glint of silver, mate. Race two, number two. Yeah, this is easy. Race one, horse one. Race two, horse two. Um, it stops after that, but it was fun while it lasted. Well, hopefully it works out for us. Yeah. Glint of Silver, yes, he'll go forward. Uh, he was punching him around in benchmark races, yeah. uh, in Class 1 races earlier in the preparation, but uh, he's always had a, a bit of upside. And then he went to Melbourne. He won a very slowly run race, but uh, the format of that race has been super. Uh, Pericles has come through that race, and he's going to start close enough to favourite in the derby. Uh, and then he's he's come to Sydney and he, he found one better. That that filly was Zoo Gotcha, who has plenty of class. So he'll go forward here. I reckon he's really well suited and he's going to be very hard to get past. Lovely. That's Glint of Silver in race two. Uh, we move on to race three. We're going to have two bets in this race. Uh, it's the, the chairman's handicap over 2,600 metres. Uh, the main play is horse number 15, Almania, at around $8.00. Yeah, Almania is uh, flying. Um, she won a very strong form race 
two back when they had the pattern against. They went back. It was a really good ride by Gibbons to get up on the fence, and she got the better of horses like Stroke of Luck, who's been unlucky in a Tullock Stakes since, and Major Beal. Uh, and then last start, she was dragged back from the wide draw. It wasn't run to suit. She was the only horse in the race to break 34 seconds. She can settle much closer to the lead speed here, and I reckon she is really hard to beat. Lovely. We're also having something on last year's winner, Nerve Not Verve. Uh, I'm still on the floor after backing her in the Auckland Cup last start. thought she was home, but um, $11 or thereabouts. Um having something on in case she goes back to back. Yeah, I think she's um, well suited here on Saturday. Uh, ver- nerve, not verve. Yeah, as you said, she won this race last year. That was on a heavy nine surface. But um, I didn't see the start of the race when we were watching it live and you had a ticket on yeah. her. Um, but she missed the start really yeah. badly and then she had to do plenty of work to find herself outside the lead. The Cornella penalled the third horse, so she's done a terrific job. I know that was 3,200 metres. She comes back to 2,600 metres here, but um, she's going to have... six weeks between runs or something thereabouts. Yeah, she's going to have a fitness edge on many of her rivals. I'd say that she's going to the the Sydney Cup, and she's going to be on speed and and give them plenty to catch. Beautiful. Uh, Race five, Bianco Villano. We're having... uh, 0.6 0.6 units the win, 2.4 units the place at around $7. Um, whilst, well, talk us through it, mate. Yeah, so this horse won the same qualifier as another one won last year. Um, so you know the form out of the race is going to be good. He's really lightly raced. Uh, he went back last start in that, I think it was the STRA qualifier, um, and he was held up. And when he got out, he absolutely unleashed. It was the best last 200 metres of the day. It was a fast race for the class. Uh, I just think he's got plenty of upside. The draw's okay for him. He can go back and get a bit of cover. um, And he's going to be really hard to hold out. Beautiful. The first of the, well, not the first of the group ones. That's race six. But we move to race seven. The first group one we're betting in, the TJ Smith. Nature Strip's trying to make it four in a row, but we're going to have something on Private Eye, who, nice to see you've joined the club. Private Eye is one of your horses. I know you were on him first up in the new market. Uh, he comes in really well at the weights from that new market. I don't think he was in the right place. He had to duck back to the fence. He was off the bit a long way from home, and, and that wasn't the place to be. Uh, his run in the Everest was outstanding. I just think he lands a couple of pairs closer than most of his main rivals, like Giga Kick um, and In Secret. I know Nature Strip's going to be in, in front of him, him, and if he produces his best, it's going to be very hard to beat. But I just think this horse is absolutely going to be fighting out the finish, and if he gets the brakes at the right time, Right in it. Yep. Where's he drawn? Is he drawn two? Two. Again? I think it two. Which is what he. I think he drew that in the Everest, didn't he? Or he might have drawn one in the Everest. Yeah, he drew low in the end of and he Everest. He settled a little bit closer than everyone was expecting. The run came in a fast run race, and away he went, and he got nailed late. But I think from memory too, without I haven't had a good look at it yet. But does he meet Giga Kick a little bit better at the weights from that Everest now that Giga Kick's an autumn three year old rather than a spring three year old? Yes, he does. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, as I said, he, he's going to be hard to beat. If he can land that couple of pairs closer, um, it's perfect for him. Give, those other horses are going to have to give him start. Um, he came out and won the winner's last preparation yep. as well. Uh, he had the wide draw against there, and he went back, and he, he, he blew him away over the concluding stages. But, yeah, I think the barrier is is what has um, got me into this horse. Mm, lovely. Joe Pride compared it to Santa Anna Lane as well, the same setup. 
when he won the TJ, so that'll do. Uh, race eight, the Doncaster, toughest race of the day, but we're going to have something on a on a bit of an outside here. Nugget, um, usually you can get 24 of them for $10 at McDonald's, but we're going to buy a lot more than 10 of them if Nugget wins. Yeah, this is the best roughie of the day for mine. Um, last year, the trifecta of this race came through the All-Star Mile. I thought this horse was really good in the All-Star Mile. Um, he was he drew low. He was um, in the first four in running, but he just needed room sooner. Mm. Um, he had alligator blood lugging all over him. Uh, he finished off okay. He me- meets all of those horses much better at the weights. Um, I know he draws 22, but... Mr. Brightside drew poorly last year. Uh, would have been a similar setup coming off an unlucky all-star mile run. This horse has been very good at the Randwick Mile in the past, and I just think $41 is crazy odds. Lovely. I like that. Let's Not go. as much as I like Mr. Brightside, but I'll have something on it. Yeah, well, Mr. Brightside, he's going to run well. He's sort of uh, – he could easily – or he's going to be – he's probably second or third pick for mine. Um He's he's the he's the horse that you can just go to. He's flying. He won the All Star yeah. Mile. Uh, he comes in well compared to weight for age conditions. Uh, he maps perfectly. Ticks, he's a box ticker. He's a box ticker. That's right. That's a great word, isn't it? There's only just one box not tit- ticked for uh, Nugget. Yeah. It's just the draw. Mm. Poor draw. If he had a Drew, you could have just declared him. Dollar ten. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> That's it from us. All right, punters, uh, have a great day. Hopefully we can back plenty of winners tomorrow. And good luck if you play. And as always, gamble responsibly.